You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Arrested Development After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Arrested Development After Show. Hello, everybody. Bing is for doing, and we are here doing Arrested Development. Uh, thanks for tuning in. We are currently up to episode eight featuring uh, Lindsay called Red Herring. And to join me in this recap, we have uh, two lovely ladies. We have, first of all... I'll take the compliment. Thank you. Take the compliment? <laughs> I'm trying to be better with compliments. I'm Roxy Stryer. <laughs> And I'm Kathy Kelly. We used to be the Fantastic Four, but now we're the Fantastic well, we, Three. We save that. To, yeah, uh, we save that for the next show. Some legal issues. <laughs> some legal issues. Yes, we're taking it out. Alina, Alina, unfortunately, is uh, in jail because she was. She said she was Sue Storm. So uh, <laughs> on Hollywood Boulevard. On Hollywood Boulevard. But she that's was on probably Boulevard. why she was not why she was in jail. She was on Hollywood Boulevard. Okay, we get in there. <laughs> wow. Okay, she's gone, and we're just making up stories. Anyway. <laughs> Especially for this episode, considering what Lindsay uh, gets referred to in this episode. Pretty woman. Uh, pretty woman, absolutely. So anyway, let's talk about this one. Uh, this is our second episode featuring Lindsay's Arrested Development. And uh, I, I like this episode because we're getting to see a lot more answers. We're getting to see a lot more clarity, obviously. Uh, we get more of what, what happens at the uh, Opie's and uh, with Herbert Love. So, uh, but let's get started, I guess, at the top, seeing Lindsay hanging out with Marky Bark and starting to finally get uh, tired of that situation and getting tired of living on an ostrich farm. How do you guys feel like, do you feel like she actually likes him? I can't tell. I, I keep feeling like she really does have feelings for him. I think she just wants intimacy with whoever provides it. Okay. So, so. whether it's love or Marky, doesn't matter. I mean, I think that what she wants is someone who is going to be completely into her um someone who uh provides intimacy and someone who tells her she's beautiful at all times but not too much but not completely available (laughs) well yeah she likes a challenge i guess she obviously likes a challenge and all she needs is just somebody to give her a a little eyelash or just answer a certain question and next thing you know She's flirting back with them, so as we see in this episode, too. But, uh, but yeah, what's interesting about uh, the ostrich farm, we learned a little bit more, actually, some more details, that the ostrich farm was down just down the road or, or just a little field away from the sweat and squeeze. Yeah. So we finally fi- – I think you revealed it accidentally the other episode. Yes. <laughs> but we finally realized that that vision that George and Oscar had was actually Marky Bark dressed up as an Indian – with a beak, I guess like an ostrich. An ostrich. You yeah. know what was weird about that, though, was mm. when Marky was telling Lindsay, he was like, I think I must have had too much maca because there were two of them. Yeah. I thought he couldn't see faces. So how did he know? Well, he could see he knows that two there's of two them. people. Yeah, he saw there were two people, but he was like, there was two of the same oh, guy. Oh, that they were the same guy. Oh. Hmm. Wow, that is an interesting point. So the writers I, messed up. Yeah, I was curious about that. Or maybe, and I didn't think he's fooling us the whole time, but maybe he can see more well, than we Well, don't forget, they've been dressed the same 
they've been dressed very much alike, so maybe yeah. he was just facing the way they were out there. Well, I guess, you know what? You can be in lots of places and see people with two uniforms. Or if right. he's on Maka, maybe he can see clearly. Well, don't forget, he can see noses, he can see eyes, he can see uh, mouths, yes. he just can't see faces. So right. maybe he recognized enough of uh, enough of it. But I thought that was an interesting slip in there, and um, I don't think that the writers mess up on the show. I haven't seen it yet, so yeah. I feel like that might come back into play. Like you're saying, maybe when he's on the maca, he can see actual faces. And also, what's mm. the deal with the dead iguana? Oh, well, that was easy. Dr. Norman. Oh. Yeah, that I love. I actually mm-hmm. love that, that Dr. Norman's been busy just practicing his, uh, his right, trade right. on all the desert animals. <laughs> and, like, and they keep coming back to life in the ostrich farm. They keep freaking them out. Yeah. I, I totally love that. That's absolutely what it is. I love the reference also. I love whenever they throw back to a different episode. And Lindsay says, I'd pay $20,000 for a lemonade right now. Oh, yeah. To start absolutely. The Very funny. <laughs> Clever Clabber. And typical Lindsay just throwing her money away for like the smallest little thing. Oh, completely. So, yeah, totally. Absolutely her. So, uh, so Lindsay, uh, and also Lindsay just gets fed up, I think, with Marky Bark's mom. Uh, so Lindsay gets to uh, convince Marky Bark to move back into Lucille's house since Lucille's in jail. And we finally get to see exactly, you know, that that was, we, we were clued into it on the pilot, but we finally get to see exactly how that yeah place got totally messed and up. So there hasn't been multiple ostriches that we've seen. It's just the one ostrich that we've pretty much seen through all these episodes just recurring in different It's a very scenes. active ostrich. Yeah. What about the one in India? Well, that probably wasn't the same one. <laughs> the but same. other well, than that, maybe it could be. Production-wise, it might have been the same yes. one. They might have had a low production value. So they just said, you know, let's just get the same ostrich I'm again. pretty sure India was in the same lot that yeah. the rest of them In a similar so. lot. So it's probably the same ostrich. Like you're saying, so now we have a whole crew in jail. We, we got homies in jail now. They're, they're all in there. Yeah. And we hear she's sent away. So I'm, I'm wondering what relations she's going to have. I mean, no touching, but what she's going to have, we see that. Obviously, Anus Tart is in jail, but he gets out. Yeah. She's in a separate jail. She's in a... Oh, yeah. She well, she's in a completely night. separate jail, yeah. which we find out where she is the following episode. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, she's in a separate jail playing tennis uh, with her numbers. I just love that they just put her in these really yeah. awesome situations. And she's in jail, but it's really just a resort. Yeah. And she has a massage appointment in an yeah. hour there. Yeah. Exactly. So, and she can barely get bothered to even see Lindsay. Yeah. So, who's technically not her daughter anyway, so I guess she doesn't really care. But, uh, but yeah, it was really interesting to see, um, to see that uh, Lindsay found the $50,000 check in that magazine and uh, decided to go confront, um, confront Lucille about it. Yeah. And again, I love how they refer to Portia de Rossi's plastic surgery and they just seem to make it into a, a running gag as well. Speaking of which, daughter. Uh, the sign from Sally Sitwell the poster when she was running against her for high school election, yeah. said, I won't leave for two months and come back with a new nose like Lindsay did. Exactly. <laughs> so, so, yeah, they're constantly making jokes. I feel like there's something more to this check, though, because there, there, there's got to be a bigger story than she was just writing a check for maybe. Like, did maybe ask for it? I don't yeah. think it was for maybe. I feel like it was for um, Lindsay, but it was just from a really long time ago. Well, it said, what did it say? It for said, a new nosy. No, that no, was the check that, that she wrote okay. back in, in, I think she said 1972, okay. the flashback with when she was Kristen Wiig. But what it said on the check that they showed it, I'd have to take a look at it again. It said Ganji 4, Gangi. the number 4, Gangi, sorry, not Ganji, Gangi, the number 4, colon, and then I think it said nose. 
No, it's so, a facelift. Oh, no, it was that facelift? Yes. Then it said facelift. Sorry. But the thing One that I thought was facelift. interesting was it was the number four. Gangi, yeah. the number four, colon. So I'm almost wondering if it is Fantastic Four related, yeah. which we'll see the next episode. Because we're, we're an episode ahead at this point. We have to, we're watching two because we're doing two today. But uh, but I, I think uh, maybe that's a prediction for later. But I think I think you're right. It's not automatically just for, right. just for maybe, but there's probably yeah. some other reason there. Right, that's definitely going to come back into play at some point. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, it's awesome. We get to see uh, Lindsay just totally getting tired of Marky Bark, hanging out with Lucille, too. Uh, We saw that nice little flashback about her thinking about, you know, how great she is as a campaign manager. And she can't even spell. It's funny. Her campaign banner has Lucille, too, for Congress. And she spelled Congress wrong. And and Lucille, too, is like, well, nobody really knows me as Lucille, too. And she's like, oh, Oh, sorry, Lucille Lucille One. Lucille One. Yeah. Oh, Lucille One. Yeah, exactly. No, Lucille Astero. (laughs) Okay. So let's move on because uh, to uh, what I think is really awesome. We finally get to see more with Herbert Love. We get to see where the red um, the red wig. I mean, this this is called red herring. This episode, so we yes. get to see a lot with the red wig. We see it comes from Lucille too, but we see it really comes into play when uh, when Marky Bark's plan to sabotage Herbert Love and Lindsay has to go in there in disguise. Uh, meanwhile, she is uh, one of the two things that Herbert Love loves the most, which is greenbacks and redheads. So we get to see a lot of flirting going on. And I, again, I love this. I love this whole thing. I loved uh, later in the episode when Rebel Alley comes into play and they're like, uh, she looks like a cheap redhead. <laughs> yeah, that was a funny line. she says. But. Yeah. Absolutely. And you know what? I think the last episode when I said I was trying to think of something, I forgot. I was trying to think that Reverend Alley is also a redhead. So I think yeah. that's what I was I just love the long hug. The long hug between Michael and Lindsay where they keep talking and they pull away and then they like say a couple more things. Mm-hmm. Love that moment. Oh, I just love the whole, yeah, the whole family dynamic. How do you dynamic. say that you don't know each other after you just hugged for 30 seconds? At least say, like, oh, yeah, we're from high school or whatever Lindsay's first line was. (laughs) But why did you guys think that maybe was so interested in calling love for Lindsay? Before Lindsay meets up with love, maybe was like, oh, I'll call him for you, no problem. She seemed really excited about it. What what did we think was going on there? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's still, there seem to be a lot of question marks with maybe going over there for the Lifetime Achievement Award. We need Uh, a maybe episode. Yeah, I think we're we're, we're about due for a maybe episode. We know that she won an Opie. We saw her running with some sort, like, some She was running away with with the Opie Award, I believe, being chased. I'm assuming that she won a Lifetime Achievement Award from the Opies, and she was running away, but we don't really know what she won it for. I mean, obviously, her lifetime in the industry, because she's been in the industry for however many years, but... Um, it's. I'm curious to see more of her. Oh yeah, story. absolutely. And then of course the check, and yeah, th- there's got to be another thing going on with Love because she seems really to know a lot about Herbert Love as well. So mm-hmm. uh, it all gonna tie together. You just know it's all gonna tie together. So uh, yeah, but it really interesting. I, I mean, I love I love the flirting. I love the fact that uh, Herbert love, love is it? calling her. For, I love it. I just love flirting. It's just hot. Love love. I love love. Uh, yeah, I love, I'm, a, I'm a guy. I'm a sentimental sap. I love love. But uh, I love the fact that uh, she doesn't get that he thinks she's a prostitute, uh, that he says, oh, you know, give me a call. We can engage in some sexual congress. And she totally takes it a totally different way. Oh, and then, um, you know, that was so long. Well, I had or like I paid for six hours. Yes. Oh, you you. Paid for the room for six hours? No, I had the room for a month. <laughs> she says, you crack me up. Yeah. Love that. And then so when and that, she also doesn't, that she also doesn't understand that he isn't 
with her about the wall thing. She's like, oh, but you have to be against the wall. And so he turns his back. Well, that's like, better oh, yeah. than my back support. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's get into that because obviously that's the whole thing with her and Michael where – where and I love this whole thing because they showed the flashback with Michael and George too where it's like, hey, can you do me this favor? Yeah, of course I'll do you – I'll sign your uh, – I'll sign the rights, which is what George did to Michael. But if you – get love to go against the wall and then we see michael and Lindsay playing that game too where michael is convincing Lindsay to put love against the wall which of course we all hear the double entendre there yes. and we all figure something's gonna happen and it does end up happening mm-hmm. but Lindsay is like oh sure i'll definitely do that if you get marky bark out of it for- ends up working out in the end though <laughs> going back for a second though you yeah. just mentioned that i'll do this if with michael and george mm-hmm. so we end on George saying, giving him the card, yeah, and saying if, and then we don't see what exactly the next if is. Any ideas, guys? Mm. Something with Oscar, maybe. It might have to do with Oscar, especially if he knows, since he knows Oscar is kind of his nemesis right. all of a sudden. So I would think that's actually a pretty safe uh, assumption that it would be they would have something to do with Oscar, and maybe just trying to keep Oscar away from Lucille. Yeah. Something like that. That's what I would think. So, yeah, we definitely have more of that flashback to see. That's a really good point, that we do have more of that. And then we see um, – we pretty much see Michael and Lindsay uh, deciding to hang out a little bit more together, and they go on their, their double date, so we get to see they Rebel Alley. They don't decide to hang out together. They just have to. They're forced to hang yeah. out at the club because they both want to get the – the dinner paid for by their family. Well, yeah, I guess that's true. So they uh, they end up forced into this double date. Uh, Michael with Rebel and uh, and Lindsay with and with Lindsay with um, with Love. love. Yeah. Lindsay with Love. So uh, and and this is a great scene. We get to see a lot of different things at the same time. We see Michael definitely playing jealous, the jealous type about Ron Howard and downplaying Ron Howard. And we get to see uh, we get I, I want to say Terry Crews, but it's because I love him. But it's Herbert Love. And we get to see him still playing up this whole prostitute angle and flirting with Rebel at the same time. We definitely see uh, it's a really good dynamic. But not flirting with her because that's one redhead he would not want to have sex with. Yeah, but he's <laughs> he's such a confident guy. But I guess that's true. <laughs> yes. After that line, that's the first time Lindsay actually looks at him. Her facial expression is priceless. She's like, mm, that wasn't so much of a good line. <laughs> uh, I like that she at least acknowledged that moment. Yes. By the way, I did want to bring this up because I think it's hilarious too uh, that um, that Lindsay's name her, her as a redhead for uh, for Herbert Love is Cindy Featherbottom, mm-hmm. which is a total play on when Mrs. Featherbottom. Yes, Mrs. Featherbottom when uh, Tobias was d- doing the Mrs. Doubtfire character yes. to try and get close to his kids again to to get close to maybe again. So. Um, and we also totally skipped over uh, Marky Bark bluing himself uh, as a result of Lindsay just flirting too much and not paying attention to the, her whole plan go uh, go awry. And we were wondering about that a couple episodes back when we've seen this explosion and um, yes. the, the alarm go off in the same area several times now. So mm-hmm. we were wondering what that was and we finally got to see it was Marky Bark. Marky Bark with ink and glitter, all all blue in the face, blue all over. Yes. And again, as, as great as it is, it's just obviously you know, wow! Look at <laughs> look at who you date. <laughs> you have another guy that's all blue again. So yeah. uh, look how similar to Tobias he is. And I think he even she said. She has a type, apparently. And they even said that uh, the reason why she was going for love is because he reminded her of Tobias when they first started dating. Yes. Which I don't really see, but. Maybe we'll see more of that Maybe too. Maybe they're both bald. I, that was the only connection that I could. I thought that was sarcasm because they're obviously so different. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. 
Oh, or perhaps. perhaps. Sorry, I don't want to mix it up. <laughs> Sorry, I do that it's once an episode. I freak, li- I freak Roxy out. She's Everybody like, what? What about baby? What about baby? <laughs> it's like, no, no, I don't mean that. Sorry yeah. about that. So, uh, yeah, so we... Um, I loved at the, the dinners, they were always like, I don't want to be, like, I'm not that shallow Hollywood. Oh, wait. Sorry, I have to, I have to take my, my phone <laughs> yeah. call. Total, quick. total. I love that. Total yes. ho- Hollywood satire, which, yeah. is, which is totally awesome. So. What about the very end when we see Anyang? Oh like, yeah! Oh yeah! Oh well, you're jumping all the way to the end, but yeah, Sorry. I mean, Anya, no, no, it's cool. You, you get excited about. Anya. Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm excited about Anya coming back too. So it's mm-hmm. nice to finally see him, yeah. even if it is in a in a teaser mm-hmm. for the next episode. I'm jumping around. Well, I couldn't wait. What happens next episode never actually happens in next episode. Exactly. So we might not see him for several more. But you know he's going to be in. There if somewhere. at all this season. What I'm really curious about is during this whole double date too. George Michael gets referenced a lot, mm-hmm. and you know Michael making. Excuses. He was supposed to be on his way to the Ealing Club a yeah. couple days ago. Michael got turned down, so mm-hmm. he made an excuse not to look stupid in front of his son that he couldn't get into this club. Yeah. And says that there's a plane on the highway and there's so many cars, but no news, no news cameras no. can get to it. So George Michael <laughs> calls him back and says, crazy, I'm in the same situation. <laughs> Which I... I believe, as a prediction, that this actually happened. Same. Yeah. Same. Michael's excuse because he didn't want George Michael to Michael's figure excuse. out that he couldn't see it in the news. Yeah. But yeah, but, but it's Michael's true. excuse is actually that happened. Yeah, I, I, I totally I get you. I completely agree. Let's scoot. Uh, we we don't have much time for this one because we're running a little behind. But let's just scoot really quickly to uh, Cinco de Cuatro mm-hmm. and what happens to Cinco de Cuatro. What do you guys? Uh, let's just scoot really ahead to Before what you guys. Before we think. get to that, I just want to mention very yeah. quickly that our. Creators of After Buzz, Marie Menounos and Kevin Undergaro, have an amazing movie out. If you love Henry Winkler, which I know you do because you watch Arrested Development, you are going to love this movie. It's called Arrested... Uh, it's called... It's called Arrested Development, too. Wow. <laughs> it's not called Arrested Development. It is called The Adventures of Serial Buddies. It starts with the same letter. And it is absolutely hilarious. Uh, you can find it on iTunes. You can rent it, buy it. Definitely do it. Um, it's about two serial killers who go on a road trip and kill a lot of people, but it's funny. Also, while we're here, what about our new website? <laughs> we also have a new website. Check it out. AfterBuzzTV.com. It's amazing. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, take a look. Apparently, we can do you can do a lot of new cool stuff with it, and it's a really good look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, we awesome. can. Yes, it's much we can. easier to navigate, and you can find all your favorite shows. There are pictures and stuff. So. so instead of listening to us on iTunes, which you can do as well, of course, you can see our beautiful faces. While we're talking about your favorite shows. Yes, exactly. So, anyway, let's get to Cinco de Cuatro really quickly because we got to move on to the next one. But uh, what do you guys think about that whole thing? Definitely some more questions answered. Well, we see more even next uh, next episode about it. So, mm-hmm. it was, yes, questions answered. But, of course, for every question that's answered, another one. question comes up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I was wondering why uh, Lucille 1 was in that outfit. Uh-huh. Um, that gets answered in the next episode. Um, but we do see that Lucille 2 has a new campaign advisor, and that is Sally Sitwell. Yes. Which I predicted that we would see a lot more of Lindsay and Sally together. Mm-hmm. And I still think that they're somehow related. Oh, yeah. No, I kind of I kind of am starting to agree with you there. Yeah. So anyway, we're going to move on to the next episode. But before we do, do we have any predictions? Um, well, now, also, we just have to mention the fact love that Love is in a coma now. So Lindsay is taking over the campaign. She's going to be the next Hillary yeah. Clinton. Actually, you're right. Absolutely. The game changer. Sorry, which I love the ahead. game changer reference because uh, in the movie you have, um, God, what's her name? Now I can't even remember the actress's name in Game Changer, who's naturally a redhead. 
I'm not sure who that is. Um, I will. I'm totally it. zoned out on well, this part catch, of it. Yeah, I don't know. Predictions. The only, Predictions. <laughs> the only thing yeah, that I had was that I think that the Michael um, and George thing is going to be about Oscar. Okay. Favor that he's going to ask. All right. Cool. All right, what and about you? I'm <laughs> trying to think. What do I have? I have nothing. You know what? I just have pretty much that uh, that the whole George Michael thing. I, I like the prediction that George Michael thing's actually really stuck in in, yeah. uh, in traffic. So I actually really really like that one. So I think I'll stick to that. So anyway, let's. Uh, let, well, where can we? Julianne fi- Moore. Oh. <laughs> wow, we're all over the Who's place. Who's that? On that what a- Who's that? I never heard of that no, one. Yeah. Who? No, totally kidding. She's a pretty woman. <laughs> oh, and the Pretty Woman reference, too. I love a jewelry Pretty Woman reference. But anyway, we got to move on. Where can we find you, Roxy? On Twitter at Roxy Stryer. And? You can find me on Twitter at Katherine Kelly. And you can find me on Twitter <laughs> at Nando Vell. And we're about to do another episode if you're tuning in live today. But uh, otherwise, you can uh, tune in and catch us on the next episode. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV. TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz. See you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.